Hello everyone, welcome to episode 36 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Hello everyone, I'm Hector and I'm here with my tag team partners, Raymond and Mark. Holy volcano, what's going on? <laughs> you. What's going on guys? It's a rainy Thursday here in Orlando, so uh, on my way home. It's, it's beautiful here in New York. I mean, I that, hate you right now. It, it was. It, it was almost 70. I was kind of surprised. That's that autumn, summer, I think they call it. <laughs> anyway. So, sir, I do have a question for everyone here. Because we were talking yesterday a little bit, and uh, we were. I was kind of watching the news, and they were talking about the volcano in, I think it's Greenland. And I was watching how people were grabbing stuff, and they were like, yeah, we have five minutes. to Grab what you need to grab. And the woman had a blender in her hand. I said, <laughs> if, if this is a priority in your life to save this blender, then this must be the best blender in the world. Was it a ninja? Was it a ninja? <laughs> I, I don't think it was a ninja. It looked like a regular old cheap 99 cent store maybe, blender. Maybe her, mom, like. maybe her mom gave it to her. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but my question becomes really quick. For you guys, if you have five minutes to grab any of your wrestling collectibles, what would you grab? And I didn't want to kind of make it easy for you. You don't have a box. You have to <laughs> oh, grab what you can in your hand. Not a box, not a bag. Not a... Well, yeah, that's no fun. You can't do that. What if I already have the, What said... if my items are already in a box? So you mean, I need to in order to get out of my building. Like a, like a volcano, for a volcano, I have to take my stuff out of the box that takes it out of my five minutes. No, no. Okay, if it's in the box, that's fine, but you can't put it into a box. Well, that's yeah, five minutes. You gotta grab it. This is this is going off the rails very quickly. Yeah, so I understand. It, 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 yeah, you can't do that. They didn't tell the lady that. Uh, uh, Mark. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> Mark, what, what would you? I'll, I'll let you go first, Mark. Hmm. Well. Since my WrestleMania three seat back signed by Hulk Hogan is in a box, it qualifies. Um, <laughs> it does qualify. So this becomes more difficult because obviously I can only take what's in my hands. You know, obviously. Now, question: You said no box. Can I take a shopping bag? See, I need to be very specific right now. Can uh, I get a shopping uh, bag? Do uh, I get like one of those giant Marshall okay. bags? You know what I mean? Because this really could change the game. I know. I know. Raymond. Raymond, I know it's your question, but let's just give it one rule. You is you can take one big item. So if you have a bag, you fill up that bag. So so if your box fits there with something else, fine. But I mean, you, you you're not well, gonna you're not gonna leave with two bags or a book bag and a suitcase and none of that stuff. So one one shopping I bag, be, or whatever. I, I was gonna say I would go I would go with that, but I would say you can be creative. I'll let you be creative a little bit, but you have to only get it with one way. Maybe I'll, I'll give you the box. If you want to use the box, you can use the box. But it's terrible. Go ahead. God. Okay. So what I would do instead of taking a box, I would use my backpack. Just really grab a backpack because, you know, I have a big backpack. That's fun. I, it's funny. I have – you ever see those hikers' backpacks with the ones that it's like there's like four compartments that are huge where at a point if you fill them up, it looks like you have like a giant hump on your back. Like it's really ridiculous in size. Yeah. I have that. So a little more space than a normal backpack. But – I only have five minutes. I got to really think on my on my feet here. I would grab, in terms of my memorabilia, obviously the seat back's in the one box, so that's already it's one it's one thing. 
I would grab, I have a small, um, like a pile of signed cards that I'm, I have not gotten graded by PSA yet or JSA or whatever company I want to end up using that are a lot of high end, like Stephen Curry signed cards, um, my LeBron, James Harden, um, Pujols, like Trout, like anybody you can think of. I have like that's my first. That's my number one. Like right away, like I don't even think twice. Just grab as a little tiny pile of cards, throw them in the backpack, um, and then I would grab just a couple of pops, like my Undertaker signed Funko, my um, my Ed O'Neill Al Bundy signed Funko, and then just grab whatever binders I can of signed cards that are and, and photos that they can fit in that bag as fast as I can, and just run out the door. Because literally, it's just get the couple of main items I know I would be like so distraught if I didn't have. Oh, my encyclopedia, duh. My instead of the encyclopedia goes in the backpack, of course. That thing signed. Sorry, by... I... What? So, Mark, I have a question for you. If you had sure. a choice between the backpack and the box, would you go and take one? Why not? <laughs> the backpack. Okay. The backpack. Because the backpack, <laughs> see, the, the signed seat back by Hogan. Even though that has a lot of like value to me, like in terms of because I did get the seat back from somebody who was doing construction, like when they were taking this, the stadium in Detroit apart, you know, Pontiac Silverdome. Um, I I think it's Detroit. I always forget the city. I think it's Detroit. Um, you know, I knew someone who actually was there and was able to snag that for me while he was there and then shipped it to me, and then I ended up getting some by Hogan years later. The other stuff, like the encyclopedia and some of those cards, like the people I got in person, like that's a lot of sentimental stuff, a lot of really important stuff to me that I'd rather just fill the bag. I'd like, you know what, screw the seat back, I'll just buy another one off eBay or something. And now here's a follow-up question. Sure. What would you be leaving behind? So obviously five minutes, you can take all that. What would be the items, or at least two or three items you would leave behind because you couldn't get it? Well, I mean, my entire DVD collection, which includes a lot of signed DVDs about like The Rock and undertaker and paul Heyman and like i have a randy orton i have a ton of dvds that are signed by wrestlers um that i would leave behind which would suck um a lot of my other signed funkos that i feel like would be replaceable like my um like bianca belair and becky lynch people like that i know i can get down the road but like my alex trebek ones i would make sure i somehow figure out a way to get him in my backpack because he passed away so you know um and then some minors i know i'm not gonna fit i would just hope the photo binders that I'm not taking don't have anything really ridiculous in it. So I'll just pray. All right. Quite interesting. Hector, your turn. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were going next. What? Um, I I literally have like a, a a Project Rock duffel bag, like two feet away from me, always. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so it would be it would be me grabbing that or or. Uh, a good garbage bag, which is a, a couple of more feet away from me. Um, I deal with anxiety, so I, I pretty plan this all the time. But um, I don't have my entire collection with me, so <laughs> so whatever I have, most likely I will be fitting the bags, and and it, so it'll be it'll be like the figures I have right now with me, and uh, like auto, autograph photos and all that. No, but my as you can see behind me, the autograph um, Funkos. As many figures I could get, because I've learned that some of them are irreplaceable, because now they like so much money, and definitely, uh, sounds it might sound weird, my sh my training shorts. <laughs> o only because I I have a specific. 
my memorabilia would be um all my every Funko Pop that's behind me that you can see is signed. So that's getting shoved in, and, and my wrestling figures, autograph photos, everything. I feel like that could, that could be replaced. The Funko Pops we're talking about almost spending like two hundred on each figure, on each Funko Pop. So yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to buy that all over again. And my and I have a specific taste for my training shorts, and they go anywhere from fifty to eighty bucks a, sh a pair of shorts. So yeah, I would hate to buy those all over again. So yeah, it's wrestling figures, Funko Pops, and my shorts. Oh. But wait, hold on a second. Didn't Raymond ask memorabilia? We're not talking about regular, regular items. Are your shorts? Were your shorts signed by somebody? No, that, we just said emergency. You, you start. He said wrestling, and you went, you went off a little. So I, I need some clothes. You, you, right now, you're right now, Mark. You're in, the, you're in the corner, um, butt, butt naked with your Stephen Curry um autograph card. I got at least I got shorts on. Listen, the women would get a show. I, I'd be doing the world a, a favor. Like some of these women would be like, "Oh my god!" Like, I, I, listen, there's no problem. I have no shame in my body. Oh, yeah. I'll gladly go out there naked as long as I have my my shit, my wow. good stuff. I spent a lot of money. I had a lot of time on. Listen, they can see this package. I'm good. I got my wrestling figures and my <laughs> and my eighty buck shorts. <laughs> All right. So then here's the question: As I asked Mark, what would you leave behind, or what would be left behind? The wife, the kids, the dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the? Um, um, I I have a, a a lot of other stuff like I have um autograph cards, autograph um photos. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure if we, we, if the if the rule is only one bag, some Funko Pops are staying. Um. Yeah, I, I which would, pop? Which which pop? Which pop would sacrifice? Which pop would and stay? Um, I don't want to shot. Is it Bray Wyatt? I don't want to shot. How no? Um. Yeah, you had to pick three. The, three had to stay behind. Which three? The bottom. The bottom. I don't know if you guys can see. The bottom line is mostly actors. Yeah, they're staying. Well, Hector, this is okay. a podcast. People are listening, so they're not going to be able yeah, to yeah. see. I just want to point that out. So yeah, yeah. I, the bottom line of my of, of my figures are mostly actors and TV shows. And the rest is wrestling, so I'm definitely grabbing the wrestling, like the CM Punks and the the Bray Wyatt's are definitely coming, and then everything else to stay. Interesting. Yeah. If I had to pick something valuable, I'll, let's say I'll, I'll leave the the stings. Hmm. Okay. What about you, See, Raymond? Not for, not for me. I would be creative because if. You see my the, the room I stay in, like the, every single wall, every yeah every single side of the walls have like pictures and stuff and whatever, and then I have uh, shelving with a whole bunch of little collectibles. I would use the bed sheet. I would use the bed sheet because everything's all within a little quick area. I would throw everything on the bed. Oi, I apologize for a second. There was an accident on the highway here, and it almost caused me an accident. But moving forward, <laughs> safe and sound. With that said. I would pay everything on the bed sheet. I would grab my WWF New York menus. I have three of them, signed by a whole bunch of people. I would grab my Rhea Ripley 8x10s and autographs I have with her. I would definitely have to grab my WrestleMania 30, uh, the 38, uh, what do you call that? Banner, the three-foot banner of Undertaker signed. And anything that I could grab with Undertaker autographs. Everything else, I think I would, I would be okay leaving behind. Okay, and 
like what you said before, I don't know if it, if it goes for Mark and you. You said five minutes. Is all this stuff near you? Or you have to like... Yes. Do, do you have to like skim through it? Like, oh, let me look for my Undertaker photos. No, I have everything like right there. Yeah, I have like say, I mean, from the stuff you have, like, you can't like go into like the dungeon and be like looking. Like, you only have five yeah. minutes. It doesn't take five minutes. Like me, like in my apartment, everything's like in the next room. Like, I know where everything is. I can get it within a matter of two minutes. Yeah, everything that I would take is right. It's right behind me. Like now, now that you said what I'm leaving behind, yeah, like I have some great Bray Wyatt autograph photos. That they're, they're definitely staying because I wouldn't be able to have time to look through on um, the book and find out where they're at. And I don't want to take a whole binder because that's heavy. And I'm thinking of the long run of me carrying all that stuff. So, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if the, only thing I'm, the only thing I would leave behind, I think that I wouldn't be forced to, is the Shinsuke Nakamura 2017 Survivor Series costume anymore. I would have to do that because right now it's on a mannequin. And I think that would take more time. It's an outfit? To try to take off. And it's an outfit? The outfit, the full outfit. Why don't you fucking wear wow. it? Yeah. Why don't you wear it? <laughs> it's on the dummy currently. Oh, I would put. I mean, I would put it on and walk out of the building like that. <laughs> Smart. Right now, it's on a mannequin, so I, I have to. Uh, you know, I would have to literally undress. Raymond, that, that, that would that would be the funniest thing. God, God forbid, if anything happens, <laughs> you run out of a, a, a fire building with a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, I saw this as, as Ray was talking, but he just brought up a good point. Like, obviously, the, the the mannequin and stuff. Like, I have so many event chairs I have to leave behind. I'm like, God yeah. damn, I have a bunch here. See, luckily, I have my stuff in storage. So a lot of my stuff is in storage right now, so I'm okay with that. Now, God forbid that was a different story. I would be in trouble. If it was heading for, for the storage and not to me, I'm in trouble because in my storage, holy crap. You've seen pictures of what I have. Yeah. All right, let's let's move on. This is getting very depressing. <laughs> of, 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 of what could we lose? All right, <laughs> let, All right. Let, 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 let's head, let's head into um SmackDown, um where we got to see um Santos Escobar um turn on Ray, Ray Mysterio, and he injured Ray's leg, and it, it I guess you could say it caused um Ray Mysterio to get surgery. I'm not sure how long he's gonna be out. So I'm guessing this leaves um Santos versus Carlito maybe. Um it was a it was a weird way for them to break up, but I mean I'll leave it up to you guys. What do you guys thought about that? Hey, you're kinda of freezing up, can you hear me? Yep, you yeah, you break it up. Oh. oh. Okay. How about now? I hear you. Okay, on our end, I don't know, at least for me anyway, you're, you're freezing, but I, yeah, you I didn't like it. it, yeah, I don't like it, uh, that's because it's like, I think it's too soon, I think they should have tried to kind of do like the anti-judgment day with it, right, you have the same components, and I know the other two, but Santos is not the greatest in the world, but use it to develop them, use it to make them bigger. I mean, we saw it happen, and then when I saw it at the event with the knuckles, I was like, oh, man, they're already setting this up for him to kind of turn on Ray, or it needs to be the reason why Ray lost, and exactly what happened. I, I didn't care for it. Um, and then I have whatever, I don't know why, but something's telling me Carlito is going to be right behind him. I don't think Carlito is going to be a good guy. He's not a really good, good guy. That makes sense. 
Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I don't, depending on how you want to look at it, Ray hit him first. Like he he shoved him and everything. So I mean, and yeah, and and Ray didn't even bring it up until Carlito came, and Carlito had to point it out that it was Santos that left the uh, brass knuckles and everything. So I, I I just thought it was all weird, but. Yeah, I thought also that it was very strange how that came out. Like, I just, like, out of nowhere, Carlito comes out, says, you got to be blaming him. And I'm like, they don't even show, like, normally they go, like, here's the videotape yeah. or something. You don't show anything. It's like, if you didn't see Crown Jewel, how are you supposed to know what happened? You're just taking Carlito's word? <laughs> Is Carlito's word his bond? Because last time I checked, Carlito in this last run WWE was a heel 90% of the time <laughs> and lied. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, man. Eh, it could have been better. Yeah, like I said, we had to see like Ray hit him, and then he he shook his head like, like he didn't like what he did. He apologized, and then Santos just had enough. But um, so. for me, for me, the last little thing I'm gonna say on it, it was kind of like Game of Thrones, and the ending of Game of Thrones. If anyone's seen it, it was very rushed. I feel like that that whole storyline could have been dragged out. Into Survivor Series and then have have that happen at Survivor Series. I felt like it was rushed, and that's one of the other reasons I didn't care for it. Gotcha. All right, um, let's go to um, Logan Paul. Um, he basically um, posted that he retired from boxing and he's going to be a full time wrestler. So hopefully, we'll see him um, more on a weekly show. I don't think he has he has to have a fight every week. He doesn't have to do that, but I mean, just see him more on TV. I think it will be good for wrestling and for him to be in the spotlight. Um, did you guys catch of of his little skit of um? I guess he did on his own because I don't think WWE posted it of him trying to sell the belt. No, didn't see that. Oh, uh, he he was, gonna sell it. Yeah, you didn't see it. Yeah. No, I didn't. Oh, it, um, it, it's on his page, and a couple of people have picked it up. He went to basically a like a jewelry store or something, and he tried to sell sell it. But I felt like he kind of messed up. Maybe this is why WWE hasn't really um pushed it. He kept on saying that he wanted to sell it before um LA Knight took it from him, which is weird because he's not in a story with LA Knight. But anyway, he tr- he tried to sell it, and then the guy was like, um, the guy was like, well, uh, who am I supposed to sell this belt to? He was checking if it was real gold and all of that. And he was like, yeah, a lot of people will want this belt and everything. But he was like, Alec Knight's going to try to take it from me, and he's not going to get it from me. I'd rather sell it. So it was, it was just weird that he, he picked Alec Knight out of all people. That that's who he's trying to – that's the reason he's selling the belt. So he might have spoiled something that's going to happen eventually. But, yeah, but I mean, yeah, when, you get, when you get a chance, just check out his Instagram. It's, it's there. And it's still there. You need to take it down. No, no, no. It's, yeah, it's still there, and, and a whole bunch of other sites picked it up. It's it's, it's, pre- it's pretty funny, but like I said, it's just weird that he just picked LA Knight. I don't. Know, I think Logan Paul is for me starting to be a little weirdo. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you guys saw it. Um, I went into one of those wrestling news sites, and I, there was a story with um, Logan Paul talking about the title win. He was backstage, and Triple H said, "One of the things that I don't want you to do is go uh, fuck someone with a twenty-one pound belt on you or something like that." Or in the belt, don't go fuck someone. Oh, that, that, and then that, he said later that night, he ended, he ended up doing it anyway. That, that's, I was like, oh my God. That's to know that. A- everyone does it. I've, I've, heard, <laughs> I've, I've heard many stories. Everyone does it. I, and, and it's not only WWE. 
I've heard on people on on podcasts from Impact and everything. That's the first thing they do every night. So if you win a belt and you're very worried about germs, wash it. Because I think almost every wrestler, if it's with their wife, it's their girlfriend, fiance, a stripper, that's how they celebrate. So yeah, so I would think that's, oh my God. that story is probably a little fake because I don't think Triple H would say that. I'm pretty sure Triple H said the same thing. I think the only thing you, you or the only thing they don't want to see is you videotape it and post it. Nobody wants to ex- oh, yeah. nobody wants to X-ray the tape of you wearing the belt, doing what you got to do. You want to celebrate your own way, but I don't think it has to do with no no one saying you not what to do with it. You might get a second seven figure browsers deal. You never know. Yeah, you can do that too. <laughs> Matt Riddle might be going that way. Oh my! Anyway, moving on. Anyway, next <laughs> uh, so so next week we have what? Ellie Knight versus um, Jimmy Uso. I'm not sure that's the main event, but it's been announced that they'll be um, going against each other. So something to look forward to for Friday. Again, Ellie Knight versus Jimmy. They didn't fight. Haven't they fought before? Um, not that I can recall. It feels like they have. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just like losing it. Yeah, it feels yeah. like they fought before. Hmm. I gotta double check that, but I, I, I know um, LA Knight challenged Jimmy, and Jimmy accepted, and that's the fight for SmackDown. But it's one of the fights for SmackDown. So, like I said, I'm not sure if it's the main event or it's gonna start off the show, but it's it's listed for for tomorrow, Friday. Um, moving on to Raw, we have um, basically Drew McIntyre helped the Judgment Day retain the tag titles. And he ends up the ends the show with shaking hands with uh, mommy, which is something almost oh, yeah, almost something that this show last week predicted. It was an idea from us that it, it would happen. It did. So now it looks like if this is where it's gonna go, um, Drew McIntyre basically. I I I think he's gonna join Judgment Day just for a day, which would be Survivor Series. I don't think he's joining them as a full time member. Um, what's what's um, cool is that um, after the show, when it went off the air, Cody grabbed the mic and said, um, spoiler alert, Jay and I have friends too. And so now we have to guess their surprise partner. Would it be Randy Orton? Would it be CM Punk? Would it be somebody that we're not even thinking about? Or is it somebody, a regular guy that's in the back row, in the locker room that hasn't had a, any TV time? I mean, that's been my guess. It's gonna be Orton, but I don't. Orton and Jimmy, like, wouldn't they have been? Yeah, not I, both friends. Like, yeah, Randy's not friends with Jay. This, I mean, I think I, if if we could remember why Randy's out, it, it's because the bloodline jumped him. So, okay. um, my thing is, I don't. How long can they have the surprise for? Like, I don't think they can keep the surprise in Survivor Series. The only way you keep it to Survivor Series if, if it's on CM Punk. If it's not CM Punk, I don't think you could do the surprise on Survivor Series. You will have to at least announce it on Raw or SmackDown. But uh, what do you guys think? From what I read online, um, I think that what you just said is going to be accurate because they don't want people going in there thinking it's going to be like a chance, right. a small chance. And CM Punk because then they're gonna try to take over the show. Yeah. Um. So I, I think from what I heard they were supposed to be early. I think maybe this week because next week is Survivor Series. So I think this week we find out who the person is. Yeah. For me, if they if they don't announce anything, I think it's gonna be CM Punk. If if not, then the the best thing to do is at least I don't know 
On Raw or SmackDown, you announce who's on that side. Because I think it's going to be on Raw, and I think it's going to be Orton. Okay. I think it's because it's all the signs point to it, and that's the only person they can have that won't be Punk. Yeah. But they won't vote. Right. Okay. Also, I think Tony Khan kind of killed the whole. Oh, let's go to Chicago and see who the mystery person. I think Tony Khan did that once many times. So, <laughs> I think that, that Tony the Tony, yeah, Tony Khan. Every other week it was like, or every other month, and then we're we're in uh, Chicago. They had like CM Punk coming back. You, so you know, I, I think because AEW's become so irrelevant as of late. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's right. <laughs> so, um. With that being said, moving into AEW, um, Tony Khan had an announcement again, and he said that on Full Gear, which is this Saturday, there's going to be a big signing at the event. Um, I thought his announcement was that he had a pimple on his forehead. I thought that was the announcement. That, that's how usually these announcements no. go. It's something that usually is not even that big of a deal. So, so it, it, it's supposed to be a big time. Wow. Ticket's going on sale. It's supposed to be a big time wrestler that AEW fans think highly of. Um, I, I, I really, I usually have like a list of people. I can't think of anybody. I told Raymond earlier, maybe Bret Hart. Um, I have two actually. I, I have two thoughts. Okay, go. Number one, Dolph Ziggler. Oh, because 60 days is up. You, is it, is it up? And, yeah. And is it 60 days, not 90 days? Well, for him, it was, be- I believe... From what I understand, from what I can remember, there was something that his contract was a little different. Okay. So I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I think it's I think regardless whether it's sixty or ninety, I think it's up anyway at this point. Okay. Because the releases didn't they happen in like May or June? That I can't recall. I, I, think, I, July, think, I think I think I think if it's sixty days, it's up. If it's ninety days, I don't think it's up yet. Well, I mean, we still have a week until whatever how many days it's going to be. <laughs> um, my second one, I'm thinking, is actually Rob Van Dam. But he's, he's been, been there already. And then do a long time to a long term. Ah, so you see, that's that's the stuff that gets A&W in trouble. Like, he's been there already. <laughs> and he's been there, I think, two or three times. You can't just say this is a big signing. Like, he's been there already. Like, well, That's why Dolph's my, num- my number one choice. Yeah. Because it makes the most sense. Somebody who's well-respected, who can make, who's a big big name. You know, Dolph's a big name. I mean, he hadn't done much in recent years at LB, but that's not, that's not a fault of his. That's just booking. Right. You know? No, no, yeah, I think Ziggler's big, and, and if he gets a good TV time and a, and a mic in his hand, he could do some wonders. Plus, I think, I'm starting to think now there's a third option for the devil. Um, I, it could be Jack Perry. It could be somehow, you know, there's, it's been Britt Baker has been being discussed. I don't know why. I think it could be Dolph Ziggler, too. If Dolph Ziggler's part of, part of the sign, it being signed, they make it Dolph Ziggler and have the, all the people like Ryan Nemeth, all these guys, you know, his brother, whatever, all these guys that with Ziggler and just, it'd be kind of an interesting way to go because everybody's expecting Jack Perry and others, you know? So is that everyone that um, CM Punk hates? Pretty much. <laughs> I guess it would be CM Punk. I mean, I'm, 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 I don't know. Did you see the, his um last story that he posted? I think it was yesterday. It was like a hint to Survivor Series and a hint that he's the devil. So he's definitely playing the game just like everybody else is. I mean, he put another post the other day that he's working out, but at the same time, he's he has um the theme for War Games 
in the background. So he he's having fun with this time off. So he's definitely out of the devil, or he's going to be at Survivor Series, or he's just happy being home. Or he's just a devil. <laughs> or he's just the devil playing with people. Yeah. Or he's just messing with everybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> which I like it. I mean, if you're going to mess with them, do it. But it, it, it's keeping everybody um, on their toes. So when I mean, do you think we're going to see the devil get unmasked this Saturday? Maybe. Eight of his paper on Saturday? Uh, yes, sir. It's full gear. The funny thing I is, the I think the Devil does get unmasked on Saturday, by the way. I think it's going to be a big factor in MJF's match. Gotcha. But it's funny. I actually, sidebar, I actually am going to be at Dave and Buster's on Saturday night. And I had made a reservation for 7.30, the one in the Times Square. And I didn't realize that pay-per-view was until I made the reservation. I told uh, the person I'm going with, I'm like, be happy I made the reservation, AEW, and, and she's like, A what? <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Sorry, continue. So yeah, so I, I I'm like <laughs> I, I think we, we the devil will be unmasked this Saturday. And um MJF does I, ha- have to pick a taxi partner for his match Saturday also, so would it be Samoa Joe? I think so. I think it'll sign the point to Joe. Yeah, I think it's time for yeah, him I to... think so because you know what? Joe Okay, this is one of the few storylines I'm really into with AEW right now. I think it's been been well done. That Joe wants that title. He wants the world title. And he's got to protect MJF in order to get to that title. So it's it's his best interest to keep MJF, you know, in good shape so he can get that title match. So MJF's going to have to do it because there's nobody else. Everybody else has get, gotten taken out. I can see um, MJF not picking nobody. Because he, he has two matches. He's defending the Ring of Honor tag title. I can see him not picking nobody and lose the titles because he just can't deal with everybody from the Bullet Club. And then somehow in the post-show, he tells Samoa Joe, I need you for the main event because there's just too many heads out there. And then... Cause it, I think it's time to take away the Ring, Ring of Honor tag titles off of him anyway. Yeah, I don't... I, don't, I mean, it was cool to have. Like I said, it's... it's, it's Kind of give him that little notch, but yeah, to, for it to be long term, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, the whole gun club and, and club are out there, and they're cheating and everything, and he and he still decides not to have a partner. It's a perfect way to take the titles, and then he can realize like, okay, they they cheated and they took the tag titles. Not they're gonna do the same thing and and keep the heavyweight title. So maybe that's when he finally says, okay, Joe, I need you. But then besides that, it's a it's a um. We have eight matches, not counting the the pre-show. Uh, we have Swerve versus Hangman Part Two. I'm interested in that. Um, you guys have a winner for that, or uh, it doesn't matter for me. I would say Swerve. I gotta pick one Swerve. I mean, it makes the most sense for Swerve if they're, if they're pushing them. It, 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 it. Could be that should be the way they go if they're pushing them because I think they realize Hangman Page. You know, he's a, a good. A good hand. He's not top guy for the promotion. So a Swerve, you you got some type of momentum and steam behind him. I think that's the right call to go with Swerve here. I like Swerve too. The only thing that's keeping me a little worried is the story about the whole thing of you going to someone's house. I feel like Hangman has to get his revenge for that. But the, I I truly believe this is Swerve's time. They broke into his house. Swerve broke into Hangman's house. Yeah. 
good for him. You didn't, you didn't, see, you didn't see that either, Mark. No, bro. I I I told, told like offline. I barely I've watched very little lately because no, I know you don't have to watch it. But I, these are like big like promos and highlights that's like popping up all over. Like he broke into um Hangman's, Hangman's house and did a whole promo on top of leaning on on his son's crib. It took, it took me four days after Crown Jewel to finally watch Crown Jewel. Like it's it's I'm behind on a lot of stuff. You gotta be like NXT. I I still haven't seen NXT for this for this week. I'm still yeah, I didn't say anything. Anyway, <laughs> yeah NXT. You notice we skipped NXT. It wasn't nothing. Yeah, no, there was no yeah, big big hi- there wasn't no big highlights right now to talk about. Um, all right, I'm gonna go down the list. Um, for w- the women's title match, we have Julia Hart. Chris Statlander, the champion, and Skyler Blue. I'm going to say it's time for Julia Hart to win a belt. Wait, it's a trap for Julia Hart. Yeah. Mm, yes, Julia Hart, because Blue turns evil and then helps her. Julia Hart. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking, too. So I, I, I've been following along with that. I, I think Sky Blue finally does the turn, joins House of Black with Julia Hart. Julia Hart becomes champion. And then we're going to go into Chris Statlander and Willow Nightingale against them two for a bit. So, Gotcha. Uh, for the tag titles, it's, it's a four-way tag. We're House of Black, um, FTR, LFI, and Ricky Starks, and Big Bill. Um, I want House of Black. I'm, I'm going to say, since I'm, a, I'm only going to be, not because of stories, because I'm a fan, I'm going for House of Black. Um, I'm saying Starks and Big Bill retain. Yeah, I don't like that one. <laughs> Let's. Yeah, uh, it's not about liking or not liking. I'm just saying what I think's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm uh, just giving you what I think's gonna happen here. Okay. Like, listen, like House of Black is honestly the most marketable out of all those teams. FTR doesn't need the belts; they can do other other programs and yeah. stuff. And LFI, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna sound so ignorant. Who's in LFI? I know Roosh and who else is in there? Commander or something like that is in there or yeah, whatever. There's a, there's a few there. I don't know which is the two that's going to defend. I know Roosh is one of them, and I I, I don't know who he's picking because yeah, okay. he has so like I three choices. So, but again, yeah. I, I, not marketable. And unless Tony's Tony Khan's got like a hard on that he has to give them a win, it should. I I just think Big Bill and Starks retain until they get a a program that. Leads to them leading the titles. Yeah, I mean losing the titles. Excuse me. Yeah, so. I, I like Julia Hart winning, and then uh, then House of Black winning. So they, at least you have three belts on that side. They look a little more. Which two members of House of Black are wrestling? Um, Black and um, Brody. Murphy. And what happened to Murphy? He's he, he's not in the picture, so I'm assuming he's not wrestling. Thank God. Yeah, he's <laughs> banging God. mom. I'm, I'm sorry, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Anyway. Uh, I was gonna say the golden. The, I can't read my handwriting. I was gonna say the golden jerks, um, the golden jets. <laughs> <laughs> that would work, golden jerks. <laughs> Versus the young bucks. Um, Mark is a jerk. Anyway, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I was, I, I'm gonna pick the golden jets. I don't know why, but isn't the stipulation that they can't team together ever again if they lose? Yeah. Yeah, they gotta they gotta win that match. <laughs> Um, I don't know who you're talking about, but moving on. Golden Jets. It's Omega, Omega. Omega and Jericho. Uh, oh, okay. Thank you. I'm sorry. These new names. I don't follow AEW like that either. All right. So with that one, um, I think Kenny Omega and Jericho. Okay. 
Sheeta and the, versus the, Tony Storm. White help help Jericho oh, and Omega, like, Omega win. What happened? Does Paul White get involved and help Jericho and Omega? No, no more. No more Paul White. <laughs> what? No more BS. No, no, no more. He 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 got <laughs> they, they, they um he didn't even finish the whole tag match this past Wednesday. Yeah, what happened with that? I, I that I saw like a, a highlight of, and I saw the there was like that street fight. But what happened to him? He just like disappeared. Um, I think they slammed him on a, <laughs> they slammed him on a car, and he stood there. The fight went on without him. Oh my god! Yeah, he 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 he, oh. he, he didn't look too healthy, so I don't know. Where, where, he's probably still laying on the car right now. He's okay. Leave him there. I mean, he is older. I mean, he is well, a yeah, career. So that's just one of those weird surprises that I'm kind of worried about Saturday. Of who Tony Khan's gonna sign? Like, maybe he signs Andre the Giant. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, Sheeta versus Tony Storm. Um, it might be time to, to give. Yeah, it might be time to give the title to Tony. I never understood why Sheeta got title back again in the first place. Yeah, I guess they just want. I don't know. I was, gonna, I was gonna give it a give it an excuse, but it's not worth it. Yeah, I think Tony gets it. Uh-huh. And, um, <laughs> y- your boy. It's not bad. It's just it's really why it didn't make sense. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your boy, Mark Cassidy versus John Moxley. Oh, I so I thought I hope you would have said like Christian Cage, but of course you said Orange Cassidy. This match is news or next one, next match. I think it's gonna be a bloody match, of course, because it's Moxley in it. But I yeah, think we of just, course that's the only thing they but, can do because Orange Cassidy's overrated and Moxley just all he does is blade. And do violent stuff because he's not that entertaining unless he's got like thirty ounces of blood pouring from his face. You don't think you don't think Moxley's is entertaining? We only are entertained because he's willing to freaking cut himself and freaking do stupid shit to himself. But if I'm, he was wrestling regular matches like he was in WWE, he's as like bland as anything. Like I could go to like the dollar store and get like a like a drink from the fridge for like a no name brand and it has more flavor than than freaking Moxley. Like okay. He, he's unless he's blading, unless he's doing crazy shit, no one cares. And I'm not trying to be a dick. Like, no. he's, he's paid his dues. The guy has drawn money doing what he does. I, like I'm not gonna take away from it. It's just if he doesn't do all that crazy stuff, no. Again, that stupid clothesline that he does off the ropes, I've seen a million times, and I just want him one time to try and do it and fall out of the ring so he'd stop doing it again. He'd be afraid <laughs> to do it again. It, it's just. It's the same shit. And it's like, that's Orange Cassidy. The same shit with the fucking hands in the pockets. And he's doing the, the stupid shin kicks. And he's all lazy. It, it's gimmicks. And of course, for, the pe- for some people, they like that. It's cool. It's just not my cup of tea. So I, I, I guess it's safe to say that when you're in Dave and Buses and this fight comes on, you're definitely going to go play some video games or something. Sure. sure well, <laughs> uh, what we have? Uh, Christian, Luchasaurus, Nick Wayne versus Darby Allen, Sting, and Adam Copeland. I'm gonna go with Christian and his team. The, uh, uh, we talked about it real, real quick last week um, about Adam Copeland turning on Sting and Darby Allen. Um, I'm, 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 I'm leaning towards that. I can't. I, there's something fishy about that. We'll see. I don't know, this, I can't read this match. I don't know what direction to go. I don't know who's going to win. I don't, and I like that. I like it when I can't think of something. So, 
I'm intrigued because the, you really don't know what direction they're going to go here. Yeah. yeah he, he did a promo, like I told you, I think it was two weeks ago. It just seemed very fishy. I don't know if I was reading too much into it, but I feel like he's going to turn on Sting and Darby. And then we have the main event, MJF versus Jay White. Um, I'm hoping, like we said earlier, MJF has the help of Samoa Joe and retains his title. But And then somehow we get the devil involved in there too. You guys um, see MJF retaining or Jay White taking the belt officially? No, I think he retains it because whoever the devil is is the next challenger. Gotcha. CM Punk. Okay. I think he retains because <laughs> I think MJF, if he loses the title, it's going to be his leaving the company match. Right. Personally, like yeah. passing the torch. At Will's end. Because the more I see it, the more I think... MJF's going to go, because now at this point, I'm sure he sees it himself. He's getting overexposed constantly. He's, you know, you're, you're starting to see chinks in the armor in terms of mistakes, and he's becoming less and less special as weeks go on. Yes, he's still entertaining. Yes, he's still, you know, still one of the best things they got in the company, but I think he even sees that WWE's the better, better option for him, for career-wise. So I think that when he loses that title, it's going to be to the next next man up. When it's time to go. Do you think... I think he would keep it... I'm sorry, go ahead, Arthur. No, 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 go, go, go. I was going to say, I think he would keep it to maybe Revolution, right? I know that that's quote 2024. I think he would keep it to there. And if he is leaving, that's where he'll lose it and then move on. Okay. Um, so back to what Mark, what you said. You think WWE is, is better for him? Yes. I feel but, like... I understand the. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was. I was. I just stopped for a second before I was going to continue my point. That yes, he'll be more restricted and more like he won't be able to say the crazy stuff that he says, you know, and the cursing and all that stuff. But from a long-term career perspective, the fact that I think that could help him with his range and refine his in-ring ability, refine his character. I think from a long-term perspective, you could. I could see MJF or movie projects and other things besides wrestling because he has the character, he has the flair, he has the persona. And I think he's thinking that picture because, yes, he did be a part of Iron Claw. Yes, I know what Iron Claw is now. I finally caught up. Um, <laughs> so I know we had a part of that, but I, I think he's seeing the bigger picture from, again, from just ballparking. Okay, so the bigger picture of... Like what? What's best for him in his future career? Because as a, when it comes to wrestling, I see him as a better version of the Miz. That's it in WWE. Like I don't see him ever main eventing WrestleMania. I see him for having. So? I mean, just personally, I love MJF, and I just think it's the way you guys feel about AEW. There's a reason you guys feel that way. I don't think AEW's top star is fighting against WWE's top star. I I don't I don't think they're they line up that way. Like, yeah, but Hector, I mean, the one thing I'll disagree with you is NJS one of the few things I actually care about on a weekly basis when I'm looking at AEW but, stuff. But what, because what, what, when I when I do up AEW to look at, I only look at the YouTube clips. I don't watch the show from the end or anything. I pick things I'm going to watch. The only ones I usually watch are MJF stuff, Omega Jericho stuff, um, stuff with Christian Cage and Copeland and Sting, and. Um, and like some of the stuff with Sky Blue and Julia Hart and Red Velvet. I love Red Velvet. I'm glad she's back. Um, outside of that stuff, I really don't watch any of the clips. Like I haven't seen a Jay White 
match in no. God knows how long because I don't care. Right. No, I get what you're saying. I just feel like if you take away what you love about MJF, you have the miss. Like what he says, his some of his stories, his promos are never going to be allowed in WWE. Him talking about blowjobs and him um going into him being bullied because he was Jewish. None of that's going to be allowed in WWE. Him we call a scumbag. Him, him getting shirts made every week that say scumbag, I'm your scumbag. Right. None of that's going to happen. So now you're turning him into a PG character, which basically is The Miz. Just with, I guess, right. a little but bit of this acting. This is now a challenge for him. Like, this is to help him get better. If you stay being a big fish in a small pond, what no, does that do I, for you I 10 get, years I, from now? I get everything you say. I just don't see him... like. I, I can see movie projects now because WWE has has better connections. I just don't see him as main eventing um, WrestleMania or fighting Roman. I can see him having great matches on Raw versus Tomasa or somebody, but I don't see him fighting the big dogs or anything like that. I'm so. like in my head, I, I I I can still see him being called a scumbag, right? Which means that he would have to be on Raw, and his segment most likely would be after 10 p.m. I think that's where where WWE would be uh, doing the safe zone with him. Like, yeah, you can do this, but they, like you say, he's not going to be full flown, uh, full blown uh, scumbag. But I but think it creates a challenge. It does create a challenge, and I agree with that part because I think if if you're just using curse words and and doing what he's doing, and and that's the most you can do, then I, I agree with Hector. Then that's where you're going to end up being mid card. But if he can go to WWE and then kind of fine-tune, as Mark is saying, maybe not in the first year, maybe not even the second year, but at some point you can see him maybe as uh, in the main event at WrestleMania. I mean, almost... That's not right now. You could almost compare that to, like, Taz. Taz at ECW was, like, a killing machine. And when he came to WWE, he was so watered down that it was he wasn't a threat no more to nobody because of his size. You know, I was thinking of that too, but I think the difference between Taz and MJF, Taz was also like five foot eight. MJF has the look of a of a main event star, and again, nothing wrong with Taz. Taz was a beast. Taz, like I watch all that, he was a monster. That guy choked you out, and you're gonna just take it because you're not gonna get out of it. But I agree. I do agree that it it, it very well could go that way. Yeah, I I guess we have to wait and see, but. Yeah, I, I just feel like a lot of the stuff that we love about MJF will be taken away from him. And then he, he'll still do great stuff on the mic. It's just going to be like, oh, but we missed that. We missed the scumbag. And we, we, it's not going to be the real scumbag. It's going to be a hyped up miss, I guess, whatever. But anyway. I, I, I'm going to say, wait, the last thing I'm going to say really quick on it is the difference between Taz and MJF, the only difference I think that will make a major difference. We're talking McMahon versus Triple H. That there, McMahon's vision and seeing how he sees Triple H, uh, sorry, excuse me, how he sees Taz and how now in the ring is out creative and how he sees MJF, that would be the difference of how uh, MJF can get bigger. Do you remember, Raymond, how Taz's big loss that, that started his, his, his uh, push going away? Do you remember the match? Of what like started it? I don't recall. I, I, think, I think it's in my head, but I just don't recall. April two thousand versus Triple H on SmackDown, ECW champion versus WWF champion, and, and Triple H wouldn't put him over. Mm. 
So I, even though they had said when, when Jazz made his debut against Kurt Angle that the way to suplex in an angle, quote unquote, getting knocked out, whatever was detrimental, that wasn't it because he was still on a good uh, good push at that point until the match Triple H and ECW guys got involved and whatever, and Taz got pinned. That was it. So technically, Triple H buried him. Technically, so Triple H could technically bury MJF, so they could have a similar path. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I'm a big MJF fan. I just, I wish him the best one if he goes to WWE. Uh, it, the money's going to be, I guess, what, like he says it in his promos, is what matters the most. And I think Tony Khan is going to give him like a blank check. Um, real quick, though, before I go to the next topic, um, I have um, Impact playing in the background. And I just looked at Eddie Kingston's fighting. And this fight is from like three weeks ago. Um, I haven't seen Eddie Kingston on AEW TV in a while. He's probably in his best shape I've ever seen him in, which that's saying a lot. Just wanted to throw that out there because I always, um, I know, I know he gets um, criticized a lot about his body size and his weight and everything. And right now he looks like he's in his best shape I've ever seen him in. So good, good news for him. Um, May fourth, twenty twenty four in France. We have Backlash. I think it's the first time they're going over there. Or at least for a pay-per-view. Anyone's going? Hey. Uh, sorry, I thought I was at the phone. Can I one more time for me? Um, Backlash, May 4th, 2024 at France. Oh, it is in France? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, they're Oh, wow. They're doing big things now. I don't know how that I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> WWE's blowing up. <laughs> uh, once again, is... Do you think that, huh? I was just going to ask, do you think that at this point now, uh, we're going to see more common pay-per-views? Because uh, I know that you got Germany, you got France. Australia? Um, I think we got Saudi Arabia. Australia? But do you think they're going to do more like major... Because overseas, I think they can... Uh, Elimination Chamber is no more than an arena here. Somehow, some way, they got in Australia fine, but it's a it's a stadium show yeah. versus an arena. I so I saw, do you see them more? I saw. It, I'm sorry. I saw it somewhere. I think the, the next five months, all the um, pay per views or whatever are at um, stadiums. But do you see them doing like more like the pay per views over like, at least half of the pay per views overseas? That's because they can get more stadium because like everyone says they're thirsty over there, so they're going to get that money. I guess uh, AEW did with All In. You know, everyone's like, "Oh my God, it's wrestling! Ah, let's go there!" And they fill the stadium up. Well, because def- it's like not all the time. Well, definitely because Elimination Chamber. If it was in the states, if it was in New York, it would be in Madison Square Garden or Barclays. In Australia, it's in a, in a big freaking stadium, and I believe it's. I don't. I mean, I don't know where. The, Backlash in France is going to be, but I'm sure it's going to be in a stadium there too, because it's something big for them. So yeah, I think we could keep Smack. Um, what I would say, SmackDown. Sorry, SummerSlam, WrestleMania. We we could keep those here because we definitely put them in a stadium here. But for like small arenas, um, Survivor Series is it's it's in a small arena. Hopefully we don't we don't lose that next year to overseas. But um, yeah, but like I said. That's never happened before. And the next five months is all big stadium events. So, they're doing something right. 
that and the, the, the company that bought them and do was it what's the name of the company again endeavor so yeah. endeavor endeavor is going to try to get their money back and that's the best way to get their money back right there yeah um, it's it's rumored again about Brock Lesnar's return. It's gonna be a Royal Rumble, so something to look forward to. Boo! Anyway, move on. <laughs> I mean, I, I, oh, don't boo him. I don't know if it's because <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same old same old. Like, yeah, Brock, okay, well, yeah, but no, you don't need to do anything else. Yeah. You just do whatever. People are gonna watch. He's gonna draw money. People are gonna buy tickets to see Brock, and yeah, that, that, that's boo. the purpose. He's not gonna win it, so if he's in it, someone's gonna throw him out, and I guess that sets up his next story. But, Pretty um, much. Yeah. Um. Here's something <laughs> interesting. Kevin Nash is speaking again. This time it's not about Ali Knight. It's talking about Seth Rollins. Um. He said that he he doesn't really get Seth Rollins' um character, and that he thinks that Seth Rollins is the modern day version of Randy Savage. Thoughts. Modern day versus Randy Savage. Yes, that's this is Kevin. How's that supposed to be a bad thing? No, he 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 was just talking about his, his character. That. He he doesn't he doesn't get his fucking character. He used the fucking word, and um. Well, and then he I, ended mean, I don't get how Kevin Nash charges over eighty dollars to sign a figure, but you know <laughs> we're all just you know in the same thing at, at a big event. So Kevin, <laughs> you could probably figure that out for yourself how you think you're worth eighty dollars on a signed figure before you question somebody else's wrestling character. But okay. go on. So let's we'll take it with a bad thing though. And let's just go into that. Do you think Seth Rollins is the modern day version of Randy Savage? Hmm. I wouldn't go that far, but he's very good. I mean, he's the workhorse. He's this. Yeah. He's this generation's workhorse. Definitely. Um, I wouldn't go as far as Randy Savage because there is no such person that could be the next Randy Savage. Because Randy Savage was, was there's never going to be another one. Gotcha. But I can see the comparison of him being as close as we may get in this. In this generation, we can the argument can be made. So I'm not, you know, against that. It. It's just there is no next Randy Savage because no one will ever match Randy Savage. Yeah, I wasn't. He, yeah, he, I agree with that statement. He he didn't go into detail, so I'm not sure if he's he picked he said that because of the outfits or because they both have beards or I don't know. He that was how, what he said. So we'll go with that. Um, someone else who has a podcast because everyone has a podcast. I think we proved that. Uh, Ryback, he said that now, now to Mania, LA Knight will feud with Cody Rhodes for the top spot and it will end up in a triple threat match versus Roman. What do you guys think about that? Ugh, no. <laughs> no. I, no. It, uh, LA Knight can do is I, I really think LA Knight versus Logan Paul's yes. wrestle, we're going to have to yeah. WrestleMania. I like personally. that. I, I like think that. that's what we got I like that. I love that and everything. I just thought Ryback took his time to to say this in his podcast and also made a post about it and a story about it. So I just thought maybe with all that. People listen. <laughs> I, I I got it from a story that popped up in my thing. So I was like, oh, okay, something worth talking about. Uh, somehow get Ellen Knight into the main event of WrestleMania. And you still have Cody win, but at least you got Ellen Knight there to rub elbows with Cody and Roman. Nah. Anyway, moving forward. Nah, nah. Okay. Um, I saw this only on one site. I tried. I, I, I did my best to look for it. I can't find it nowhere else. I don't know. Maybe I should have texted to you guys to see if you find anything. Um, I, I read one one site that said that the Young Bucks have been removed from their VP positions. 
I don't know if it's true or not. I think it's interesting if it is. What does that mean? About time. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway. I, I agree with you with that. I feel like that should have been taken away right after the CM Punk thing and just keep them, everyone neutral. But... Um, yeah. <laughs> this Saturday, um, Sting's um, fight at Full Gear, which Sting is 64 years old, would be his 11th match for this year. He ties Roman Reigns with 11 matches this year. Um, Sting is 64. Roman is 38. I saw that yesterday, and I couldn't believe it. Like at first, I was like, <laughs> "No, there's no way." And then I looked, I did research, and I'm like, "This is hysterical." Yeah. I, Man, romance cancer. I give that. So he, he trumps Sting. <laughs> really, <laughs> really, right now. Eleven matches in one year. The only thing that's different is one's thirty-eight and the other one's sixty-four. But okay. Yeah, I mean, for Sting to have that many matches this year is impressive at yes. that age. Let, let, let's uh, let's you know, I'll give him his, his due. But Roman, it's just I, I just make sure that they realize. For how long he's been champion, like you run out of stuff for him to do, so they have no choice but to do this. And by the way, a sidebar: I saw this the other day. Just because we're talking about age and stuff, um, if Randy Orton comes back at Survivor Series, will obviously change. But do you know, out of the four members of Evolution, Ric Flair's the last one to have a match? Yes, I saw that too. I couldn't believe. I'm like, this is this is true, and it's hysterical because <laughs> who would have thought it? <laughs> Wow. Um, I want to talk about you, uh, someone else you love, uh, Mark. Uh, Sasha Banks. She says she will definitely be wrestling next year. She didn't say a name of company or anything. She just said she will be wrestling. By the way, I swear, if that's the sign Tony Khan talks about for like the big signing, I might just like throw up. <laughs> hey. I haven't thrown up Ooh. in 18 years. I'll throw up then. Trust me. No, I haven't thrown up in 23 years. But still, I'll throw up. I, mean, I would love her to... To somehow come back to WWE, just so she could team up with um, Bailey to go against when Bailey finally gets attacked and thrown out of damage control. But um, yeah, she did, said you, she, did you guys see when Dakota, when Dakota Kai threw up the one set signal and, and yeah. the, the shot was literally her staring at Bailey's ass? I was one of the. I was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, just just wondering this. I, I, I played fantasy yes last week and it came basically it's coming true this week. But um what are the chances of Rock and Roman Mania? What do you guys think? I think zero now. Zero now? Mark? Yeah, I'm in the same boat with the saga after strike over. I really can't see how it happens. Okay, so my fantasy's down the drain. That's it. No more. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a wrap then, guys. I don't know if you guys have anything to put in. Can we get any shout-outs? Yeah. It's open, it's open mic. I have a shout-out. Go for your shout-out. Can I go first? I, I'm kind of worried, but go for it. All right, I'm going to shout-out because this past weekend was the big event wrestling convention over in Brentwood, Long Island at Suffolk, at Suffolk Credit Union Arena. In Long Island? Well, sorry, on Long Island before people yell at me for saying in Long Island. <laughs> um, the convention was Big Event's best run convention I have been to since they started. The venue was great. I mean, it was far, but the venue was great. 
there, you'd have to wait outside in the cold. It didn't smell like I didn't smell a single fan. I didn't smell any like butt cheese or any of that stuff. Like I was very impressed and you know, it was so well run. I wish the prices would have been a little better because it feels like people are greedy, but that's not the big events fault. Big events just there throughout the conventions. So they did a really good job. Um, but the second part of that is I was hanging out with Hector yep. and yeah. I got to try Lucharitos. <laughs> the very famous Lucharitos, which Hector plugs nearly every week. And I got to say, very good spot. I love my quesadilla. Um, I wasn't a fan of the mac and cheese, but I, I should have known better to order mac and cheese at, at a place like that. that that's on me. That, that, that's, that's a fail from Mark. But the quesadilla was outstanding. The, the vibe was good. Had new wrestling music playing on the jukebox. And people were wondering why is wrestling music playing on the jukebox. Uh, but it was very good. So I just wanted to shout out Lucharitos in uh, Melville. Um, it was it was a really good, really good stuff. I've been there a few times. I've never played in the jukebox. I'm happy that I did. <laughs> uh, Raymond, go save the world. So, quick question before I do this: <laughs> Rhea Ripley, you guys got to see her. Yes, we did. Her opinion. I was the meeting of the greatest woman wrestler in the world. Well, if you I mean, she was great, but she did say that um, her number one fan would have been there live in attendance. So, um, I guess you're not a number one fan. Yeah, I don't like and, you, Mark. And if you saw the picture, she was whispering in my ear. Uh, I really, we have, we don't have that many um, followers, and I don't want to lose them by saying the dirty stuff she said to me in my ear. So, we're just gonna <laughs> leave it that way. But yeah, Raymond might quit the podcast. <laughs> I think he is for like a month, right? <laughs> this is correct. <laughs> I'm going to take this Rhea Ripley abuse. So I'm, I'm tapping off a little bit. I need a mental break. Oh, she's great. It's just she dumped you. That, that, that's all it is. <sighs> yeah. She, 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 was, she, was, she was very nice to us, Raymond. Yeah, she was great. Is she, is she the best? I swear she's the best. E- e- anyway. Even Dennis Rodman liked her a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dennis Rodman was staring at her ass. Let me tell you. <laughs> Go, Raven. Save the world. Uh, <laughs> I need to find where that. that, that break it up. That. All right, my saving the world. So please visit uh, Give Kids the World uh, on the Facebook and also Hearts of Reality. Uh, the event is getting closer. So if you're looking to do something special this December and try to hang out with some celebrities of the reality world and some of the WWE, NXT, slash AEW, please check them out. Uh, and then please check out also Mania Club as they do have special events. Um, and as you provide time, money, and effort, they do open doors for you to kind of have an evening with the wrestlers. There's one coming up in February. Uh, more to come on that later. All right. Uh, quick shout out to Wrestling Universe in Queens. They have a, a couple of sightings coming up, including Swerve Strickland. Check that out. And um, if you have time, we have a private Facebook page called Wrestling Fan Club for the Smart and Clean. If you think you're smart and you're, and you're clean, send us a request. Um, besides that, thank you for your support. Thank you for following us. Thank you for downloading us. Keep doing that. We appreciate it. Take care. Good night, good afternoon, and good morning.